Good morning, Hope Church. How are we all doing to this today? Did we all have a good week? No? Okay. <laughs> so, today I want to ask a question, and I want you to please just ponder on it for a bit. Why would Jesus, a superior being, want to leave the realms of heaven, where the streets are paved with gold, come to earth, have the limitations of a human body, to die for a whole lot of people that would not respect him, uh, did not listen to him during his time on earth, or at the beginning of time in the Garden Eden, just does not make sense. So today we're going to talk about the incarnation of Jesus. So what is the definition of incarnation? It's a person who embodies in the flesh a deity, spirit, or quality. Definition of deity, the creator and supreme being. So I want to ask you another question. Who do you think is the king of incarnation? Of incarnation? Who owns the title? Who just rules it? Who, who, who do you think it is? I would say the same. Jesus Christ. Why do you think Jesus Christ is the king of incarnation? Jesus was both God and man as he took the form of flesh. In his time on earth, he remained true to his identity as being God. Do you know anyone or anything that can create life, embody it, and still be true to that identity? I only know one person. Our Father, Jesus. So today I want to talk about how much he loves us. And this is decision it is quite hard to fathom that he would lower himself to take on the flesh, become one of us, and then have the patience to teach us, be mocked, tested, and then die for us. So scripture to back up the decision of why he came to earth, the reason for his incarnation. Probably one of the most best scriptures or well-known scriptures in the whole Bible. John 3 verse 16. God so loved the world that he gave his one begotten son. Whoever believes in him will not die but have eternal life. Matthew 1. Verse 21, she will bear a son, and you shall call him Jesus. Isaiah 7, verse 14, a virgin will conceive and bear him a son, and she will be called Emmanuel. So this was obviously in the Old Testament, and this was just to fulfill prophecy. Matthew 19, sorry, Matthew 9, verse 13, I have come to call all sinners. John 5, verse 43, I have come in my Father's name. John 6, verse 38. I have come to do the will of God. John 7, verse 29. I have come from Him who sent me to you. John 12, verse 46. I have come as a light to shine in the dark world. It was really, really a rescue, a rescue mission for all of us. If Jesus Christ did not come to do the incarnation, he would never have come on the cross, we would never have been saved, we would never have the lives that we have today. John 10, verse 10. 
The thief only comes to steal and kill and destroy. I came that you may have life abundantly. You see, Jesus doesn't want you just to be a pipe dream and, and another thing in the sky whereby you, know, you just have your salvation. He wants you to live now. He wants you to know his love. He wants you to... He came as a teacher. He wants to bless you. He wants to give you life in abundance. He wants you not just to live, but He wants you to thrive. He wants you to flourish. He wants you to be prosperous. He wants you to be blessed. He wants everybody outside to look at you and say, I want what they've got. He wants you to have an amazing and fulfilled life. Not just this one, but also the next one. John 10 verse 10. Sorry, John 10 verse 11. I am a good shepherd. A good shepherd lay down his life for his sheep. Hence the cross. He knew it, yet he still came. The list goes on. The list goes on proving God is on a mission. He knew right from the Old Testament why he was coming and what he had to do. I can go on and on and on. I can stand here for two hours and tell you the reasons why Jesus is in incarnation, but we don't have the time. So, but yeah. So what I want to move on to is I want to move on to the focus of the love of God. John 4, verse 7 and 8. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who has love has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Guys, God loves you so much. In the New New Living Transition Bible, love is mentioned 759 times. And in the ESV, it's mentioned 684 times. You're welcome to count them if you want. I didn't. I googled it. I cheated. <laughs> God does not repeat things without good reason. So you know, you want to mention it so many times, it must be really, really important. It's something, guys, that we really need to sit up and pay attention to. So the main reason that I think Jesus was incarnated for me is he loves us. And, he th- and I think that is crystal clear based on his word. What do you guys think? Mm. Yep? Yeah, yeah. So what's God's most important commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your mind and all your strength. The second most important commandment? Love your neighbors as you love yourself, which I know is hard. But we need to rely on God's grace in order to do that. And try to reflect on the fact that how much he loves us, so that we can obviously in turn love others. So what's our main mission as Christians? It's to be like Jesus. To be a light in the dark world and show his love. And to give this freely to each one, and he, which he gave freely to each one of us. Billy Graham wrote, 
Christianity has its roots in the deep, firm soil of history. Jesus' incarnation, God invading human history with his presence in the form of man, is on the record. Every time you write the date, you attest to the fact that God entered human history, which is so, so true. Jesus' incarnation was the perfect gift to us showing his ultimate love for us. And by doing this, the least that we can do is try to follow his model and show the same Christian love to others. Guys, my message is simple and short today. Jesus Christ loves each of you so, so much. I want you to really let it sink in. I want you to say it. Say it, Jesus loves me. They say that you need to say something between 7 to 20 times to, to yourself to truly believe it. You really need to believe, believe it before you can tell others about it. It's always good to actually reflect and say, Jesus loves me and Jesus loves me. Every single day because then you really, really believe it and you can tell others about it. So next time you're feeling down, Remember the action of what Jesus has done. How much he loves you. It is easy for someone to say, I love you. But no one has acted out that love as perfectly as Jesus. I basically got a short sermon today, and I really just wanted to say thank you. And that's really what I wanted to say. I just wanted to say thank you for listening to me. It's a simple message. And to wish you all an awesome week. And to remember that Jesus loves you. And before I end it up, I just want to maybe pray for us all as we go about our week. I know that I probably have uh, got time to do that. So thank you. Let me just uh, pray. King Jesus, I just want to thank you for your time, Lord. I want to thank you for, for, for letting us be here today. And I uh, I want to thank you for how much you love us. I want to thank you that you were incarnated and you came for us. You chose the, the limitations of a human body and flesh. And you did it for your one mission and you were such a good, sh- good, good shepherd. I just pray, Lord, for your blessing. And I just pray for love to be poured out amongst the people, Lord. And I just thank you for, for who you are and for what you do. And I just thank you for everything, Father. And I pray for that in your mighty, mighty name. Amen. And lastly, I also want to just say, have a great week. But I'm going to hand back to Gordon. And I also want to personally wish you a happy Valentine's Day for tomorrow. (laughs) So guys, if you haven't remembered, this is your hint. (laughs) Brilliant. Well done, mate. Brilliant.